Are you ready to connect with loved ones passed over? Welcome to the Dead People's Society podcast with your host, the internationally acclaimed medium, Suzanne Northrup, who has been chatting with dead people for over 30 years, written four best-selling books, and helped thousands of people worldwide connect with loved ones on the other side. During these compelling episodes, Suzanne will answer questions directly from her Ask Suzanne column, host special guests, including some dead people, and most of all, bring you closer into the world of spirit. It's like having a direct line to the other side. What will spirit tell us today? Let's find out. Hey guys, welcome to uh, the month of May. And for most people, I know that uh, May brings a whole lot of things going on. It's, it's actually, even though we know officially spring starts in March, uh, many people start thinking about the summer, of course, through Memorial Day weekend. And of course, the other very, very big thing is uh, Mother's Day, um, which this year is, we know, is, is that uh, it's always usually second Sunday of the month. Um, and saying all of that, um, I, I, I think I've mentioned this to, to some of you guys before, but uh, in my office, and of course, people know that, you know, I, I may not be there, certainly through COVID, I haven't been there um, at, at all, because so much is virtual. But what I always sort of say to people, there are two days of the year where the office phone rings basically pretty much off, somewhat off the hook. And one of those is Mother's The other one is Christmas, but the other day is Mother's Day. And it's almost sort of like, you know, and obviously a lot of those people have lost their mom and, you know, they'll call the office kind of thinking there's going to be a connection. Even, of course, we know in reality that's not sort of the case, but there is sort of like the automatic sort of connection type thing. So I've always been, you know, throughout the years, I have always done um, kind of like big things on Mother's Day. For any of you Massachusetts folks that are hanging out there, um, I, always, I did a thing every year at WXLO with Jen Carter. Um, who has changed, you know, co-hosts throughout the years. Uh, Chris uh, was one for, for many, many years, and Steve was there. Uh, but anyway, she's sort of still the, you know, the, sort of the head honcho at WXLO. And every year we would do a Mother's Day show. And we would usually do it, you know, either in a restaurant or that, that you know, that people had, uh, that, that were in the area that they knew. And it was always a wonderful, wonderful event. And and they would they put it on, and generally the restaurant would sort of sponsor it. And it was, it was kind of a big deal. I think it probably did it for, oh, I don't know five, six, seven years or something sort of every year. Uh, of course, I did not do it this year. But in any case, um, I was thinking about that sort of fondly the, the other day and thinking like, oh, wow, let me let me touch base with Jen. And she's, she's sort of hanging in there like everybody kind of else's. But in any case, um, Mother's Day thing was always kind of a big deal. And I like I said, I've done these these uh, sort of charity events for several years at, at, uh, through WXLO, and we'd always have a great, great audience. Um, and I and actually, and then I actually did it, you know, way out on the Cape for a couple of years because they sort of caught on what was going on. So then I sort of juggled both between the Cape and between WXLO, uh, which of course is Worcester, 
which is, you know, obviously the biggest city, believe it or not, in Massachusetts, and right down the road from Boston. So in keeping with all of that, I thought it would be really nice for me to do, um, I, and by the way, my blog talk show this, this, this year will be May the 3rd, Monday, May the 3rd, and I'm having on my, my really close dear friend, Austin Wells, and she will be working with me. She's another medium, and we'll be spending the whole hours giving messages to everybody. So do tune in. Um, blog talk show was, you don't cost anything. You just check in, and, and so that's where we go. But it's, it's 6 o'clock, Eastern Standard Time on May the 3rd. And so going forward, I thought I would also take it to people that may not, you know, go to Block Talk Radio, but may want to really have an, an ongoing Zoom video meeting celebrating mothers or moms, people have lost moms or want to talk about their moms. So I'm also doing a webinar because I've been doing a lot of those as well. And that's going to be May the 11th. So there's two, two, you know, um, definite Mother Day events that I'm going to be doing in, in, in May this year. And I'm actually going to be doing a gallery <laughs> um, May the 18th. So I'm pretty, pretty packed on, on anybody that wants to tune into any one of those events. Um, of course, get yeah, the gallery one, you know, they, they all entail moms, of course, if, if, if that's sort of the subject matter that or somebody's wanting to connect with their mom and want to share things about their mom through all of them. So just keep those dates in mind. So it's May 3rd is Blog Talk Radio, my special guest with Austin Wells. And then think, think about my webinar, May the 11th. And again, you know, that's going to be all on Zoom and everybody can connected in. And then on, on May the, the 18th, I have my, my, my gallery, uh, which is usually like an hour and a half. I think this is like the third or third one I've done already this year. Um, it's just me. It goes on for an hour and a half. And they're usually very cool, pretty special. Um, and obviously anybody will be connected to to that one. So keep all those dates in mind, guys, for when we go into here with May. Um, of course, the month of Mother Day and the month, of course, preparing for uh, <laughs> Memorial Day weekend, which for me is a very cool weekend because that's actually always usually a weekend of my birthday or somewhere within those few days in there and so I always try to take off a few extra days and um, play during that time it's sort of kind of always sort of been my 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 thing so keep that in mind uh, so with that I'm going to go to um, a few questions here um, that have sort of like come in because this is our our annual um, and our monthly podcast that we do for everybody to check in and just always remember you just go to you know suzannenorthup.com you'll see there where it says ask Suzanne put your question in um, I answer them every month some I'll get to some some I'll overlap into the other months if for some reason I'll, I'll feel like it's an important question to answer so just so everybody knows that that's kind of the way this works so we're going to go to one of our first questions here. So one of our first questions is from Susan. Um, this is this is actually honestly a question that I get asked a lot, and I have answered it actually several times through the podcast. But I, I will present it again because sometimes I might have answered a question in one way that might be right for one person and might be difficult, and, and then maybe answer it another way for another one. Um, but anyway, she basically said that she's had a loss of a lot of family members, and she's had a lot of contact with those family members. However, there's one member, and I'm not sure honestly if it's a member um, of her family or somebody that she's very closely connected to, uh, but because she, she says someone that, of course, could be people that are close to that may not be a family member. So I'm going to address it as that. And basically, this person um, 
and there's a there's a whole kind of new phrase to be honest with you, that's going on with what they what they would would call um, suicide. So I'm going to kind of go to the new thing that they're saying, like moving to another level or um, d deciding to take you know, the, the the process within our own hands. So there's a lot of new ways of kind of like looking at this. And I think I've spoken to a lot of people about going to the Association for Prevention of Suicide um, that I was very very connected to, and some of that stuff I think is also on my webpage. But what I want to say, Susan, is this. Um, I understand that you're feeling that you haven't had contact with this person, um, but in my my experience is that remember, you know, the, the, those of our loved ones that have made their transition, their job is to connect with us in any way that they possibly can. Period. Um, and a lot of times when we are in any kind of state of grief or depending on the length of time and when this happened, it, we, we could have had a message, we could have had a contact and not even honestly been aware of it. And when, when I say it that way, I say like sometimes we have to sort of like, I would say stretch ourselves and, and sort of don't look for the obvious of the way they may connect because there could be a whole lot of other different ways of connection that happens. Um, I've listed these obviously numerously Throughout, you know, all if you go to my my webpage, of course, suzannenorthup.com, you'll see there's a whole bunch of Q and A's on there, and on those Q and A's are a lot of the answers to those questions that you have about a person why they do or they do not feel like we've been contacted. Again, I will I will, I will emphasize this forever. Um, grief is sometimes the the size of New York City, um, Chicago, any one of those big cities, because grief can be extremely overwhelming very overwhelming. And when that is so overwhelming, we may miss that connection. And so, and sometimes they I will know that they may come to somebody connected to us or close to us that maybe can receive that information um, easier. Uh, I've had a lot of experiences where somebody will go to uh, the father of the family and not the mom and vice versa because of, you know, the, the emotional connection. So in their case here, um, I'm gathering that you feel like you haven't connected to this person, but if, if I were you, I would try to go back in my thoughts and, and when, I, when you have been contacted and sort of, you know, see how, how that sort of came out. Uh, the other thing that I always suggest to people, which I think is a, a really, really good thing, is that we always think we're going to remember, and believe it or not, a lot of times we do not remember. So when you get a contact, I really believe it's really important for you to write it down because you, you'll, you'll never, you, you'll think you're going to remember the way you're going to get it. And believe me, trust me, I've done this for a long time. Um, you will not get it the way you think you're going to get it. So you got to keep that in mind because that's a really, really key component to making contact. So just try to keep that in mind and keep your hearts and minds open. Um, as you well know, the number one way of contact is dreams. However, there's a whole litany of other ways that they make contact with us. Seeing, smells, feeling, all of the senses are a form of sixth sense of making that sort of that connection. Touching them, feeling them around us. Um, as the more you accept the way that you are contacted, it will be the way that those ways will continue to identify by you. So I hope that this helps a little bit. Again, um, please take care. Uh, again, keep your mind and heart um, open always. And another time, it, it, by the way, it, that when I talk about Mother's Day, um, a lot of times holidays are very significant time for contact as well. So keep that in mind because um, as we go into this month of May, and, and for those of you that, that have lost your mom, um, she might very well be very close to you. 
So try to, you know, as long as we're talking about this during this month, um, also keep your hearts and minds open to maybe, maybe your mom giving you some kind of a message um, dur during this time. But it's, it's all about at the moment we feel like we get it, write it down, put it in a journal, record it on your phone, do anything you can, and then you can always, you know, write it down later. Um, but that's the key component to how we get messages. This is a, a question from a different Susan. And, uh, and she's, I'm gathering, she's not only, of course, grief stricken from the loss of her husband, um, but she seems to have a lot of guilt. Now, this is not, in general, uncommon. It's not uncommon in the grand scheme. Um, but it does become um, accelerated when there's an issue of feeling that you were not there for them or you had an issue, um, like in her particular case, what were the last words that were said with their, or their husbands? And what she's doing, which by the way, many, many people don't do, is she's focusing on those last words that were said, which from my understanding, sounds like she regrets whatever she said to him uh, with that last hug. And I think partly in this situation, from my understanding also, she thought he was going to quote unquote make it. So she's been holding on to this. And, and this stuff is very, very deep and very deep grief because it's always the would have, could have, should have. It's like the, the person that gets in an argument and somebody goes out the door and they don't make it home. So we hold on to that. That's where we put our focus. Um, I want to try to enlighten you a little bit on this because the focus in your head is on that moment. But I can assure you very clearly, very deeply, without any reservations, that that's not where your loved one's focusing on. They're focusing on your connection, your love for each other. Every single person and every kind of relationship you can possibly imagine in life has their moments of issues, their moments of conflict, their moments of discussion, arguments, not getting along. That's part of life in all kinds of relationships. I don't care if it's your, it's your, even if it's your mom or your sister, or your brother or your husband, wife, partner, whatever. Um, we all have those moments. And if you can think about having those moments and then yes, somebody makes their transition at that time, then it, it doubles because there's this whole kind of level of guilt. So I just want to emphasize to you, Susan, that that's not what your husband's thinking about, okay? What he's thinking about and his connection to you and his vis visitations to you and however he's coming through you, which you may be missing because of holding on to this, to be honest with you, is that, is that he wants to let you know that he's fine, well, uh, from your understanding, you're saying you thought he was going to make it. I, I assure you that his soul knew he wasn't. And I assure you that there were things that he intimated about that because that's just kind of the way it works. So that's where he wants you to go. People that, that have made their transition, they want you to focus on the love that you had, on the connections that you had, those memories, those memories, those connections, no one can take from you. No one. So if you're having issues in making a connection with him or a continued connection with him, um, I would say that probably, because you're feeling very lonely, you're feeling very isolated, you're feeling honestly all those things that normally all of us feel when we ha lo have lost that physical presence of that person that we love. But 
but but that partnered with this whole thing that happened to end does a whole lot of different layers. Um, although I mentioned about this other Susan before about the suicide thing, um, I'm going I'm to bring this in as, as, as another sort of thought. Um, in Judy Collins's book called Sanity and Grace, she said that when there's a loss, there's always skeletons in the closet. And that's really what we're talking about here. But when there's a suicide loss, there's skeletons in everybody's closet, the would have, could have, should have. So actually, Susan, you're feeling one of those right now. You're feeling the would have, could have, should have. I should have done this and said that and whatever, not thinking he was going to, you know, at that point, make his transition. Um, I assure you, this is you, not him. And I assure you that this is not what he wants you to be, be focusing on. I know he wants you to be focusing on your connection. You're keeping those those doors opening. You're the the the, 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 the joys and the wonders of your joys life. So I know that sometimes we have to make a big leap in these things, but I can assure you without a question in my mind, um, being around this mulberry bush, as they say, for a really long time, that that's where he would like you to go. So try to put yourself at ease, try to put your mind at ease um, and, and, and your memory and go down memory lane and try to remember those moments and those times that you had together. That's where he wants you to focus on, okay? Be good to yourself, try to take care of yourself, um, explore and enjoy those moments. Um, this will be my last question for this monthly podcast. And of course, you know, um, get all your emails in there, go to ask Suzanne at the podcast Q and A's and um, each month I, I try to, and if there's ones that I've missed, I'll go back and I'll check them to see if I've answered them. Um, this is a, this is a, a message for Jamie. Um, so you're 37 and it says like you've lost a lot of people um, in your short years, my dear. You said something like 10 years, you've lost eight, eight people. So that's a hard one. And that is one of those questions that people say like, why me? Why this loss? Why all these losses in my family? So this is a hard one. And, and I don't think honestly, quite frankly, anybody could really answer this question for you, Jamie. Um, our soul's path is our soul's path. It's our individual path. You of course chose your family. And that could have been part of what all that process is, but this is really something that you will have to do what I would call some digging deep um, in, your, in your process to know why. Um, and even in your connection with all of these people, of course, um, you're connected to all of them. And so that is an indication of your strong connection. And for some reason you were supposed to, I don't believe in accidents, even when they're accidents, um, go through this process. So this is a tough one, my dear, and you're a young lady. Um, my suggestion to anybody that has a lot of losses in their life is that, you know, try to bring as many people as you can into your life. Um, although we have connections, of course, to our blood families, but you know, many people that have, you know, friends and, and um, are like family in their life. And, you know, it's never about amount, the amount of, it's about the importance of each one of those and the significance of those that can really sort of like help us. Um, I, you sound me, honestly, just for some reason with your question, um, you actually sound to me like a fairly tuned in young lady. And I would have to, to say that anybody that has gone through, quite frankly, uh, what you have with that many losses, I would have to say is, is not only pretty tuned in, but it's had some kind of an understanding that of, of what, what 
the physical loss if, is, and I never make light of it, but it is a physical loss. We know that there's a continuation of our connection of love um, with, with the soul's transition and the physical transition. But it sounds to me like, you know, for some reason you're able to um, look at this on a, on a grander scheme. And I would bet um, that it not only has you view life uh, probably very different than maybe other people of your age, but um, I would also say that probably you have been, whether you have been directly or indirectly, um, very probably very uh, influential, I would say, or um, people looking up to you of your age group and, and, and you, you might be a great advice to them or a great uh, understanding because you've kind of like been there because 37 is, is young. So, you know, I always try to say it's, it's even through difficult situations, try to find that glimmer of hope and, and, and positiveness, which it sounds to me like you have. Um, I just got the sense of you're just, you know, over your 10 years, which means that started at 27 to you. Um, but just keep that in mind because I think you're probably quite an amazing young lady um, and anybody that's gone through that and is, is able to be open about, wow, why did I lose my brother? Why did I lose my mom? Why did I lose my ex-lover? Um, and it certainly means you've reviewed a lot of your, your young life. So keep going. Um, I, I have no doubt in my mind that you've touched other people's lives that have experienced that um, more so because, like I say, 37 is usually fairly young to have the kind of losses you have. So please keep that in your heart and keep that in your mind and in the best to you. And since we are coming into Mom's Day uh, period, Jamie, try to keep that in mind as well. So, okay, guys. So, um, Again, you know, you know to go to SuzanneRutzup.com, check it, ask Suzanne. And uh, I, I, again, you know, just a, kind of a refresh here. We are in the month of May, the merry month of May. And uh, in the merry month of May, we have a lot of things going on here. Of course, it's Mother's Day. And of course, at the end of the month, it's for many, many people, it's really the beginning of summer. Although I, my, my guessing is this year will be a little different since so many people have not been working during this time. Um, they may feel like, well, I don't need to take off that time. Or they may do other things that that they've wanted to do for a long time. And that's actually pretty cool too, especially of course, if you've been you know, locked in and, and everybody's gonna really start feeling the spring and the spreading of their wings, certainly by the end of May, um, if they haven't already before then. So sort of keep that in mind and remember that, you know, I have the Block Talk show uh, May the 3rd with my, with my dear friend, Austin Wells, Fine Medium, and we will be giving messages for that hour. And then I have my own personal uh, webinar on May 11th. It's, 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 it's a Mother's Day webinar webinar. It's about being a mom or losing a mom or wanting to share about your mom. And that's kind of what that's about. And then I will have another gala reading on May the 18th. So um, hopefully you'll check any of those out. And uh, as usual, Suzanne signing out. Be well, guys. Have a good one. And um, happy Mother's Day to all of you out there.